The name of this podcast is called Controlling for the Variables. And that might not really make sense to you when you just hear it like, what, 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 wait, what? But Carrie's got a great story that totally piqued my interest when she was telling me about this. And Carrie, I'm going to have you start us off and get us that way. We can have some context on why we are, we're even talking about this. I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison, and we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome back to another episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I'm your host, Christy Code Red, author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer. And I'm really glad Carrie is back with us this week because she came up with such a great idea for this week's podcast called Controlling for the Variables. And that might not really make sense to you when you just hear it like, what, 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 wait, what? But Carrie's got a great story that totally piqued my interest when she was telling me about this. And Carrie, I'm going to have you start us off and get us that way. We can have some context on why we are, we're even talking about this. We talk a lot about Christy and I've done podcasts on controlling what you can. Christy's talked about that. I mean, that's been something that's been common, a common theme in code red is do this, do that, do this, get yourself set up. But when I was talking to my coaching group the other day, it occurred to me, to take it from a little bit different perspective. And I think that this will make it easier for people to understand. And so that's where this podcast was born from. So a lot of you guys, I'm going to guess almost everyone listening to me right now has had surgery, you know, surgery, not the best thing. It's not always the greatest idea to cut into your body and open up the inside of your body, which is like uh, Johnny Carson used to say, hermetically sealed. It's all sealed up. Like we don't need to be opening up our bodies and getting in there and taking things out, cutting, reshaping things. But sometimes that's a necessity. So what happens when you have to have a surgery is back in the day, um, you know, the doctors just had you bite on a piece of leather and they'd slice you open, put leeches on all this crazy stuff. And as time has gone by, we have seen a connection between uh, post-operative issues and what happened preoperatively. So did the patient have an infection? Well, what happened preoperatively? And so then we started doing any of my medical friends know what I'm talking about. We started doing things, Christy, like giving antibiotics, you know, right before the first cut, uh, we started doing things like prophylactically, you know, we started doing things like having the patient not eat or drink in, in some of these things, you guys are going, okay, Carrie, like we all know this, we've all had a knee operation. We've all had an appendectomy, but what your physician is doing is very specific based on the evidence and based on past cases. So Christy, let's just say something happens and you have to go in and have an appendectomy. And they're gonna say to you four times in, in pre-op, when you go to register, what's your name and date of birth? Do you know why? Because they've done the surgery on the wrong person before. That's why they're asking so many times. Then you're going to get in there. They're going to put your name band on. They are going to ask you again, Christy, what are you having done today? I'm having an appendectomy. Okay. Then you get into pre-surgery. Hey, hi, Miss Nickel. Can you tell us your name and date of birth? Even though you just said it 14 times, 
Again, this is the process they're going to go through. They're going to, you know, and I, I am not an operative nurse. So any of my operative nurses can laugh at me, but they're going to talk about the electrocautery. They're going to make sure that those are grounded. They're going to make sure it works before you even wheel into the OR. There are lines, Christy, I've wheeled patients back to a certain line in the OR and you can't go past it unless you're wearing the little outfit and the booties. So I just kind of, wee, here you go. Here's your patient from this line on. And there are very specific reasons why we count the sponges so many times, preoperatively and postoperatively, because sponges have been left inside patients. So what is happening? Why am I even talking about this? Your physician, the hospital, the nurses, what are they doing? They are controlling for the variables to try to get you the best outcome. You would not expect your surgeon to do what some of you do in front of the refrigerator and stand over your body and go, now who is this again? Oh my Lord. Like that would not be acceptable. But a lot of you stand in front of the refrigerator, looking at it like, I'm hungry. What do I want to eat? You're not controlling for the variables and your physician, your team, the OR, the hospital, OSHA, all those things were trying to set you up for success. And the only way we can do that is to start to control for the variables. I love that story. Of course, I'm a, I have, I have been obsessed with nursing since I was 15 <laughs> years old. My very first job, um, my mom and dad, our mom and dad asked me when I, when you turn 14 or 15 in the state of Idaho, you can get an actual job job, like a one that's um, where you're kind of a registered worker, not just a farm worker or babysitting or something. <laughs> And they said, where, where would you like to work if you could work anywhere? And I said, the Orfino care center, I desperately wanted to work. And mom, I remember I'll never forget. Mom goes, really? Oh, like that. And so I have been obsessed with nurses ever since 15 years old. I'm 46 now. So that's a long time to be obsessed. So hearing nursing stories from Carrie, I just love it, but she brings up a great point. I mean, why do you think that these guys go through this over and over checks and balance checks and this, and they, 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 I think they do this thing where like, I don't know, red light, green light in the OR or something like that, where they, where they have to all say it's a green light. If anybody has a, if they're uncomfortable at all, they stay, they, they stop everything and everybody has to stop no matter who you are, no matter if you're a scrub tech and you're saying, you know, so I, but they're putting measures in place to protect the patient, protect themselves, protect the system, protect the whole everything. And yet we're doing the same thing with code red. We're putting systems in place. We're not trying to be mean when we say clean out your cupboard. We're trying to put systems in place to protect you. I think, and what happens with these physicians, Christy, you bring up an excellent point is what is the outcome that we want? The outcome after surgery is that you heal up without complications and you resume, resume your normal activities of daily living, ADLs, we call it in the nursing biz. So what we want for you is to take your life back, get to a weight that makes sense for your size, for your body shape, for your body composition, a weight that your body can, you, you, to where your organs are functioning correctly, your frame can carry that weight around. That's what we want for you. We don't want you to have an overabundance of stored energy on your body. That's all weight loss is. So that's the outcome we want. So in order to make that outcome come true, we work backwards from there. 
we work backwards from there. And why should our health journey be any less precise? You don't want a post-operative complication. So you don't wait until someone's post-op and go, oh my God, their lungs sound terrible and they're running 103 temperature. Oh, let's start some antibiotics. No, the anesthesiologist and the doctor say, okay, we don't want post-operative complications. So we're going to give a gram of ANSEF preoperatively. We're going to start this person on this. We're not, we don't want them to aspirate food into their lungs. So they don't eat anything after five o'clock the night before. Ah, uh, so why are you treating your health journey any different? Why are you half? I want to say ASS, but that's bad. So half butting it like, but is that, can you say halfway? <laughs> I think I've said that on the podcast, the ASS. Okay. Okay. I wasn't sure. Like, why are you halfway doing your weight loss journey and expecting to have the same awesome outcome as a physician has when their patient goes home and they do fine. You want that kind of outcome, but you don't want to control for the variables. It's impossible. It is. I am here to tell you, I have done this with Christy for almost five years. It is impossible to do it without controlling for the variables. And you, you know, guys, uh, as you guys know, I live at the, I live at the very top of the Grove hotel in a beautiful condo that I'm just so fortunate to have. I'm so glad. I love it here. I love living. And people always are shocked that there are condos at the top that nobody ever knows. And, uh, I went down to the fitness center and I was on the stair climber. Cause at the time we're recording this, I'm training for a big climb up a glacier, uh, in the Sierra Nevada mountains. And, I was on the stair climber and I looked down on this patio and there was an event going on out on our outdoor patio and it was a wedding and I saw a code red rebel down there and it was <gasps> after six, it was after 6 30 PM and they were eating and drinking and going at it with the rolls and everything. And so there are things that come up. We just, we, and I put measures in place. I say no eating after six 30. I, I, because I don't want you eating late. We've never seen anybody be able to, um, eat late. We'd ever be able to lose weight eating past six 30. We just, that's just, that's just the way that, I mean, we we're getting these numbers, not just pulling them out of thin air. We're getting them from, from thousands and tens of thousands of people going through the program. We know it works and we know it doesn't. We say no bread because we want to trigger the least amount of insulin as possible. We want to make sure that we insulin is your fat storage hormone. We don't want more than what we need. You need it because you can, you'll die without it, but you don't need very much. You don't need it. Well, we, so we say, stay away from the bread, especially if you're metabolically broken. And so we put measures in place to help you just like your doctor, your surgeon does just different things that happen. Safety procedures, Carrie, I'm watching the window washers right now at the building next door and they've got safety lines. They have somebody at the top. They have somebody at the bottom. I mean, they put measures in place to keep these employees safe. They don't fly by the seat of their pants. People die when that happens. Can you imagine Christy going to your OB? your gynecologist and you being like, wow, I'm really having heavy periods. And they're like, well, I mean, it could be estrogen. It could be testosterone. It could be PCOS. Well, I'm just going to give you this medicine. Let's see how it goes. What? What? Can you imagine going to the psychiatrist and you were like, I'm having these mental health issues. I mean, you could be a borderline. You could have obsessive compulsive disorder. I have no idea. Let's just put you on Zoloft. What? We would be outraged. We'd be like, oh, oh, but your rebel attended the wedding without saying, what time is this wedding? I'm going to eat before I go. I'm going to carry my water. I'm going to say, no, thank you. I have it planned out ahead of time. 
or, or what, what are you guys having for dinner? Okay. I'm going to go ahead and pack my own. Thank you so much. Or I've already eaten. So we expect our healthcare professionals. And again, these are trained professionals, but it's just a great analogy. We would be outraged but you're not outraged. You're not outraged at yourself. I mean, you being, I mean, the global us, the global you, we are not outraged at our lack of being prepared. And then we get mad. Cold red doesn't work. I'm telling you what, whole 30 works better. I like Weight Watchers because I can use points to have margaritas. Okay. Well, great, great. You're outraged, but you didn't even try to get some precision into this program but you want precision results. You want mm. precision, precision results. And it's not fair. It's not fair to you. It's not fair to us. And it's not fair to your body who is only chemically reacting to the crap you're shoving in there anyway. And look at the school buses. Uh, we have such incredible measures that are that are in place to keep our kids protected when they're coming to and from the school bus stop, getting on the bus, getting off the bus. We have that big arm that swings out about <laughs> 15 feet in front. We have the stop sign that flashes. We have video cameras all around the bus. Like we go through all these measures to protect our kids and, and kids don't die because of this, you know, kids don't get run over by cars. We make sure that this doesn't happen. We would be outraged by it. But, but when it comes to our health, you know, we're talking about not just weight loss. We want you to pass all five metabolic markers of health. And what are they? Fasting glucose under 100, uh, blood pressure under 120 over 80. We want the waist circumference for a man under 40 inches, under 33 inches for a woman. We want your, uh, a one C to be under 5.7. And I think there's one more, but I think I can't remember it. Well, I know there's one more, but I can't remember it. And so I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna sit here and go, um, 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 to try to figure out, we want you passing all the metabolic markers of health and we, and yet we're, you're not willing to do everything it takes. You're willing to kind of half-ass it and you're just skirting around. You're cherry picking the program, just like that rebel. She would have been mortified. If she knew I could see her which it was a Grove hotel. Everybody knows I'm here, but I was looking down and I recognized, I said, Oh my God. And there were some people at that wedding reception who weren't eating. They were just sitting there visiting with their hands. So it's not a big deal to not eat, but I just, I can't, I just can't believe it. These measures are in place to help you. And I think that people just don't understand that they get angry and they, they feel frustrated with the restrictions and, you know, but the fact is, if you want results, you have to introduce some precision. Um, I'm continually amazed at the fact that people just so haphazardly, they spend all this money, by the way, and our and your program, Christy, is clearly one of the most affordable programs out there. I mean, you guys have heard us do podcasts on how much Beachbody costs a month, uh, you know, how much, oh my gosh, Octavia. I had someone the other day talking about Octavia and they were like, it's disgusting and it's so expensive, tastes terrible. Uh, and then as soon as you quit, you gain the weight back. So, you know, this is, but they still, they put the money in and they don't even seem to care. I just, I, it's like, it's like driving with the door open down the road in your brand new car. Like, what are you doing? You just spent all this money on a brand new car. But I was wondering, Chrissy, can we talk about some of the safety measures? Uh, I mean, we know doctors, um, you know, they double check the site. They have a timeout before the procedure. We get the full medical history. We ask your name, date of birth. You know, there's so many things that y'all don't even know about unless you're in the field that are taking place behind the scene 
in having a even very simple routine surgery. So can we talk about some of the things, can we give them some takeaways on some of the things that they can do to control the variables in their life as far, as far as this program is concerned? And I can think of one right off the bat. I mean, I said it before, I'm going to say it again, guys, you have to clean out your cupboards. Yes. You, if you want to get healthy, you, the lucky charms cannot be three and a half feet away. You can't, you can't do that. You can't keep Coke and diet Coke. If you're trying to get off soda, why are you keeping it in your house? Got to clean out the cupboards, got to clean out the fridge. Right. That'd be like someone not washing their hands and going to surgery. It just doesn't even make sense. You cannot be successful if you have the things that are tempting you around you. The next one I would say to you, Chris, the next thing I would say to the audience is without fail, you always drink your water. There's never Mm -hmm. a day when you draw, even if I am not having a good day, I always drink my water. It's just, it's like getting up and washing my face or brushing my teeth. It's become that much of a habit to me. So without fail, No matter what is going on in your life, you have to get your water in. That is setting up, that is controlling for a variable. That is saying, I am going to be hydrated. What is the variable? When you're dehydrated, you sometimes have food cravings. Your body gets a little confused on whether you're dehydrated or you're hungry. Just like mama Carol, you Carol, you say, Christy, remember that? Are you hungry or are you thirsty? Remember that? So are you hungry? Or are you thirsty? So if you're getting your water in, you're not going to be thirsty. I, that's a variable I feel like is something you can easily control for. And definitely controlling a variable that you can control for would be getting on that scale every single morning. Carrie, I woke up this morning and, and I've been transparent with this. Um, again, you guys, I'm training for that big hike and I'm dropping my weight even below goal weight because I really want to go into this hike, super, super lean and light. And I woke up this morning and gosh, darn it. My weight went up the night before. And I was just like, Oh man, what the heck? And, but I told Carrie on the phone, cause we talk every morning. I knew, I knew what it was, but had I not get on, gotten on that scale, I wouldn't have known. Oh, what I did before didn't, what I did yesterday didn't work. So the scale is your first line of defense, no matter what good, bad, or ugly, you've got to come face to face with your decisions. Cause 99% of the time that scale is going to be the truth. It's going to show what, what you did and whether it was good or bad. Right. The other one I was thinking of, do you remember the, the movie, uh, robots where he, the, the, the main, do you remember that show? The main dad robot, like he was the inventor. He said, make a plan, dream a plan, do a plan. You know, I mean, the, remember he talked about planning. You've got to have a plan. Mm-hmm. You've got to have a plan. Even if um, I've had people that, you know, when people have a uh, home study program, which is available on our network, um, they have to pre-measure, pre-log all their food. So I've even had people that struggle with that. And I've said, write it on a sticky, like I, for what I have set up, I can have 15 pepperonis. I'm making this up and, you know, 17 grams of avocado, or I can have three hard-boiled eggs. I'm, I don't know what it, I'm just, again, I'm just throwing things out there randomly, but at least have an idea. Don't go into your day blind. That is the worst thing. The worst thing as a mother, I can tell you right now was making food for my kids, being hungry, having no idea what I was going to eat and standing there eating food out of the fridge, string Mm. cheese in the mouth, handfuls of this in the mouth, a piece of bread with butter in the mouth, standing there. And my brain is not paying attention. I'm literally trying to figure out what I'm going to feed the rest of the family as I've probably eaten five, 600 calories worth of crap. So it, you have to have a plan. You cannot 
go into your day without an idea of what you're going to eat. Even if you just make yourself, even if you're not in our, um, in, in, on a home study and you just make yourself a little note, here's the plan. When I get hungry tomorrow, I'm going to have two fried eggs and some bacon. At least you have something to fall back on when things get stressful and you don't know what to do. I would rather you all had a home study and you did it and you planned it out. I mean, if you want to really lose the weight, that's the fast track, but at least have an idea and have those foods around you and in your fridge. And just like they do in the OR, if you're uncomfortable, you need to stop and say something out loud. And, and what does that mean when I revert it back to when I compare it to code red, if you are struggling either in maintenance or in home study or in the challenge, you have got to say something to us because the sooner you let us know, the quicker we can turn you around. I, um, I have recently had my dog, Vinny, my puppy, he's getting ready to turn two this month, professionally trained by a company based out of Canada. I met these guys at a conference and, um, sent him, sent Vinny to them for three weeks. They completely trained him. When I got him back, everything was going well. And then he started reverting back to his reactivity. He would react harshly to other dogs when he would see. And when I got him back, he was perfect. So I am the person It's clearly I'm doing something wrong. Well, instead of just sitting here and being embarrassed about it, like, oh, I can't even control my dog. I can't believe it. Uh, da, da, da. I don't, I'm too embarrassed to say something. I don't want to bug them. You know, the, the arsenal canine people, I don't want to bug them, man. I've immediately, well, I was staying in close touch with them anyway, but I immediately said, okay, here's what's going on. Here's what I'm doing. Here's what he's doing. What do I do? And they, we, 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 tried something right then, like immediately they changed. They're like, okay, here's what, go take them back outside and do this and start doing this. But what, what would have happened if I would have just sat on that? I never said anything. Then the damage would have been done. He would have gotten worse and worse and worse. And now we're back to having pleasant walks and we're not having problems, but it's because I spoke up and we need you guys to speak up in code red. If you are struggling, if you've gained back some weight, if you're full of shame and you don't want to say anything to anybody, the quicker you say something, the quicker we can turn it around. That brings me to another one, Christy. It kind of ties into the one I'm thinking. And that is, uh, can you imagine if you got in for your surgery and there is one nurse that does all the charting and um, goes from OR to OR and makes sure everything's okay and make sure having, they're called the circulating nurse. And they're usually been a nurse forever. They don't put up with anybody's crap, not the surgeon's crap, nobody's crap. The circulating nurses are just, they're awesome people. Any circulating nurses know what I'm talking about. So can you imagine if uh, he or she is like clickety click, 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 and they can't get on the, on the network to figure out, wait, 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 I wanna double check left knee before we get started here. And there's no connectivity. There's no, the network's down. That would be a big problem. You have to stay connected. You have to stay connected. You cannot expect, you just cannot expect to go through with this very precision thing you're trying to do and not even know, uh, wait a minute. How do I put my calories in to lose it? Wait a minute. Can I have jicama? Wait a minute. Almond milk, or should I have regular milk? Wait a minute, heavy whipping cream or half and half? You have to be able to get these questions answered. And if you are not connected, you cannot get the questions answered and your surgery will stop. Your weight loss journey will stop. Your health journey will stop if you can't get the answers you needed. So you really need to stay connected on our network. Um, that's where we are now. 
Wow. That was an amazing example. Wow. I'm just picturing the nurse. Um, I know that, that there was a CNA that I worked with. I was a CNA. I got my CNA when I was 15 and, uh, I was a CNA with this old crusty CNA. And, and I just pictured her in my mind. Um, she was old back when I was 15. So I'm sure she's probably dead now, but <laughs> it, it, she was, I was just thinking why well, she didn't put up with anything from anybody, but yeah, I, I, you're exactly right. Like be the loud one. I mean, that, that, that what did a oh, circulating nurse would have just be like, Whoa, hold the phone. Everybody stop right now. I can't get online right now. I can't yeah. get, I can't get my computer pulled up. I can't, nothing's working. The screen is blank. Nothing. I can't tap anything, whatever her thing is. I mean, she would have gone nuts. I mean, nobody would have made a move to muscle. That's what you gotta be. You gotta be that squeaky wheel. You gotta stay connected and you've got to just stay as close as you can to us, to our coaches, to our mentors, to the people yeah. who have mastered the program. Let us help you through this. Cause I tell you, it takes a team and we're all here to wrap our arms around you. I think the kind of person that can seek out answers does the best mm. with code red. And of course, um, not everyone's a self-starter. I understand that, but the kind of person that writes the help desk and is like, I am struggling mm -hmm. with the app. How many people have I seen? Oh my gosh. Write the nastiest things on your Facebook posts because you know, you know, Facebook and they write them and they're like, I hate the new app. Well, y'all whined and cried and threw a fit for the app. And then we get it yep. and people are upset. So if you're struggling with the network, come to our help desk and get help. Let us help you. We have, we even have a tech call that you can sign up for with someone who understands tech. So we have resources out there. It's just yeah, like mentor when calls. Mentor calls. It's like when people go home after having surgery and they say something like, well, how many times do you take this pill? Y'all need to figure that out. You need to get help. I got a phone call today. I'm on call, I'm on call for home health because uh, the rest of the team works full time. I only work one day a week. I got the phone call from such a nice man who was bringing his mother home and her blood pressure was low and he wanted to know if she sh he should give her a medication. Thank you for calling me, sir. Like, I am happy to walk through that with you. You can always take it. You can always give a little bit less, but you can't, it's tough to take it away once you give it. So we are always here for you. We'd rather have you say, how do I navigate my son's first birthday? How do I navigate my, my cousin's wedding? I'm ob obligated to go to. How do I navigate the fact that when we go to vacation in Michigan every year, Everyone eats late. Yes. Yes. Because that's better than being in the ER saying I gave this medication and my mother has no blood pressure. That's a way harder thing to deal with than, Hey, let's talk about what you're going to do in Michigan. I talked to someone just about this the other day. I said, are you the one that cooks? She said, I usually am, but not this time. Okay. So you know, what's going to be there. Right. And she said, yes. And I said, you're going to think up 10 menus based on what you know is going to be served because you're going to be the one helping cooking. You know what you guys eat. So we're going to come up with a plan for you. So I'd much rather navigate it then than I would navigate mm -hmm. it on the backside when you're struggling. Let's navigate it. Let's control for the things you can. You know, you're going to have crab. How much crab fits into your budget? You know, you're going to have lobster and butter. How much lobster and butter can you have and still maintain your weight loss? So we can help you if we know that you, that, that you need help reaching out ahead of time before there's a problem. 
And, and same thing with the dog people, sis, the, are uh, the two owners of Arsenal canine. I mean, I talk to them every day, sometimes multiple times a day. And I ask them all these questions. What about this? What do I do? What do I, and I feel, and I said to, I said to Jenna, I said, I'm so, so, I mean, I'm so sorry, but I'm, I hope that, I, that you guys don't think that I'm, I hope I'm not bugging you. And she said, are you kidding? We wish all clients were this. We would rather you ask us than just sit back and guess, and then make a mistake with your dog, because that's not the way he was trained. Please. Same thing. You guys, please. Please reach out. Please stay in touch. Please ask any last minute words, sis. What a great topic. I think it is a great topic. And I just would encourage you, you know, don't be afraid to rock the boat if you need help, but also you have to step back and really think about your weight loss journey. Are you just going from patient to patient doing surgery or are you really sitting and thinking about how we're going to do this surgery? Are you really sitting and thinking about what you want the outcome to be? What do you want the outcome to be? And you have to work backwards from there and control what you can. You cannot control getting stuck in a car sometimes with people, but you can pack your lunch. Yes, you can. So picture your goal, work backwards from there and control for the variables that you can control. And you will have so much more success if you can adopt a precision-like attitude about your weight loss. The people I have seen the most successful, and Christy will agree with me, are the ones that are militant. They are militant about the way this goes down. They do the best. I have seen it time and time again. Yeah. Oh, I should, I should name the podcast precision-like attitude. That's amazing. <laughs> but I've already said, I've already said, and now we're at the end of the podcast. So I'll stick it with controlling <laughs> for the variables. You guys, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. We love you. We can't wait for you to be a part of our community. So join us in the Code Red app and we will see you on the next one. Take care, guys. Hey, I'm Christy Code Red and thank you for listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. If you want to stay connected to other rebels like you, join us in our private network. Our Code Red app is a one-stop shop, free from ads, algorithms, and censorship and a place where you can see, listen, and watch everything Code Red. You'll be encouraged, motivated, and fired up to stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Get recipe ideas, tips, tricks, and help from coaches, mentors, and other rebels. You can also purchase products, programs, and coaching all right there in one place. And if you have any trouble navigating the app, we're right there to help you. Go to coderedlifestyle.com forward slash APP to join for free. And I'll see you on the next episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle.